Welcome back to the Warrior Hockey pregame show. Merrimack hosts University of Vermont tonight. Hockey East action here at J. Tom Lawler Inc. Joining us, Todd Woodcroft. He's the head coach of the Vermont Catamounts. And, uh, Todd, first of all, uh, your brother named head coach of the Edmonton Oilers, doing a terrific job. They've won, uh, they're 4-0. and uh, Couldn't do any better at this point, I guess. Yeah, well, first of all, nice to meet you, gentlemen. It's uh, it's nice to see you guys finally. It's been a long time since we've been able to be here in Merrimack, too. And uh, happy to be here. And, and and for my brother, Jay, yeah, it's it's awesome. At, at some point, you're just a brother, right? Like, you're just a fan, too. And, and that's kind of where I'm at for him. 4-0 and is a great start. Um, they're playing against my old team next. I'm not sure who I'm cheering <laughs> for. Um, I don't know. But I'm going to say I'm, I'm just pleased for him. And at some point, that 4-0 might be an 0-1-4, right? So you've got to be there for him on both sides of it. So Jay and I talk all the time. We've got a fantastic relationship. We're best, best friends, so we talk all the time. But he cares as much about UVM hockey as I care about the Oilers and the Condors. So he knows my team well. I know his team well. And, and we're both cheering for each other. Well, you mentioned your old team, Winnipeg Jets. They've got a Merrimack uh, alum on the roster, Johnny Kovacevic. Uh, I have a, have a chance to uh, to deal with Johnny while you were there. I, I did. He was there uh, for some development camps when I was there. He's a big rig. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I just love his, uh, you know, not to use the Marvel movies, his origin story. You know, like how he got here and the adversity he faced and and uh, becoming the player that he was uh, in college and to becoming a pro. And I know in Manitoba Moose, where he spent so much of his time. Uh, I'm still connected to a lot of those guys, and, and they love him. And he's like, he's a leader. He does everything right. And I watched that game that he played his first game, and it was awesome to see him and, and see his family and see him take take that victory lap at the start of the practice. And yeah. he seemed to get an extra long one. I don't know what it was. You know, like it, they seemed to leave him out there for a little bit longer. And then he came down, and the funniest part was, you know, he shot into them. They hit the post. Like I was, I was like, come on, how's that happen? You've been doing this your whole life. Got to get ready. But good for him. What a what a lovely young man. Well. Uh, First chance we've had a chance to, uh, to first opportunity to sit down with you since you took the uh, the helm at Vermont last season. Um, so I, I know you've been here for a while, but uh, for our listeners who are you know, getting an opportunity to meet you, I guess for the first time, uh, what, what's your vision for Vermont hockey, and what brought you to uh, you know to to want to to be a head coach in U.S. college hockey? Well, I, I guess the vision and why I came here would probably go hand in hand. I wanted to see uh, if I could build something. So similar to what's happening at our arena, Gutterson Arena. We're trying to build something, and it's the same thing I'm trying to do. I'm trying to see if I'm any good. I don't think I've been any good yet. i got a lot more uh, room to get better uh, to take this team. Um, we only had 12 games last year, which is a real challenge, and we had two four-month pauses. Our guys were in quarantine for 35 days, but we're not any different than anybody else. We're not looking for any sympathy or anything. We know that we have to work through this, but we're also going younger on purpose right now. So I think we were the youngest team last year, or one of the youngest teams still right now. Um, we did get some guys in the portal to help our team get um, a little bit of veteran experience. Phil Laganoff, for example, is here. Um, everyone would know him from Hockey East. But we're trying to build something that's going to be sustainable. So I signed up for this. I knew exactly what would be coming. I knew that we would take our lumps probably early. This is almost a freshman full one year now with the 12 games last year and the 25-odd games we've had this year. So we're just come on, coming up on a full year, and there's a lot of things to be happy about, a lot of room to improve, probably more room to improve than there is to be happy about, but we're aware of it. So we've got our construction helmets on, and we're kind of the architects trying to bring in the right people. We're recruiting to a very, very specific identity. That's why we don't have a whole bunch of recruits out there. We're finding the exact right person that we want to bring in. Well, you've got such a tremendous tradition up there at the University of Vermont. I mean, it's one of the places, I, I compare it a lot to the University of Maine. You know, it's a place where 
every every you know everybody in the community is behind the team, behind the program. The community community and the program, I think, are one really. They're so intertwined there, and you, know, you have such tremendous tradition there as well with guys like well, we talked about the NHL. There you got Martin Saint Louis now with the, uh, taking the helm of the Montreal Canadiens. So there's a lot of things up there, I think, you know, to build off of and to work with. Well, they've, they've had unbelievable alumni. Um, Dominic Ducharme, who was the other head coach yeah. of the Habs before Marty, is an alumni. Uh, Patrick Sharp, who's here tonight. Uh, he's an alumni. He's on our coaching staff. Uh, we've had the support has been great. And, and you mentioned the last city I was in, Winnipeg. It reminds me a lot of Winnipeg, where the, the town is just right around the hockey team and, and sports in general. The support for all UVM athletics is massive. And I've had no negative, zero negative interactions with anybody in the community. Like, if this is Canada and, and you know, you lose a bunch in a row, somebody's going to stop you at the gas station and tell you your power play sucks or, you know, whatever it might be. It's, it's almost the opposite here. People have been warm and friendly and so supportive. I think if you have a product on your ice where they represent the community and the community is a hardworking community and your team is hardworking, I think they respect that and they're going to probably forgive a little bit of the losses knowing that you're trying to build something. Everybody wants to win, but if winning was easy, everybody would do it. So I think they're kind of part of our plan. We include them. We, we openly talk about what we want to do, who we want to recruit. We, we have them part of it. I think this team is going to be pretty good, hopefully by the time next year. I didn't like our game against Merrimack on Sunday at all. That was probably not the team that we want to be it might be one of the only two or three times that i've been really disappointed in how we played um so if they were mad at us after that game i wouldn't be just i wouldn't be surprised todd i want to ask you about philip laganov comes from umass here in hockey east uh won a national championship with the Minutemen last year and what does bringing a, a guy like that in do for your locker room he's had that championship pedigree has that rubbed off on vermont what's it like having him here his impact on our team john has been uh, indelible like he's he has been a leader from day one, and one thing I found in college hockey, which is surprising to me, is that most people believe you have to have a C or an A on your jersey to be a leader. I don't personally think so. I don't think that a letter on your jersey makes you a leader. I think it's how you behave. I think it's if you can create an environment for other people to succeed, if you can grab a young freshman and just talk to him and, and take him. And so, Phil, I, I've known Phil since he was 9 or 10 years old, um, helped him on his journey even when he chose to go to UMass and so we've been connected for a long time I consider him uh, someone I'm really close to and have been real uh, real thrilled with his development as a young man but as a player and then as a leader and him scoring that huge goal in the finals last year on the penalty kill I think it was the ESPN play of the year I can't remember but you know and then the chance of for him to come here was something that I was personally thrilled at and then professionally very happy with because I knew he would come in uh, my payback to him would be every single amount of ice time that he can handle, he's going to get. So he's playing power play, he's playing penalty kill. Uh, he gets so much responsibility, and then his payback to me is to be responsible in the locker room, to help the young guys. we got a lot of Europeans, um, a couple guys who Russian is their first language, even though they speak great English, and, and you know even some Eastern European countries, he'll bring those guys to his house and have dinner and just talk to them about being a pro. And if he doesn't like the way uh, one of the young players, and we got a lot of them, if he doesn't like the way that they're... Uh, behaving and not really behaving, but maybe being a professional, showing up early, rolling out, how you eat, how you train, how you sleep. He's going to tell you about it, and I don't hear about it, which I think is a real good example of what a leader does. They put out fires before the coaches have to deal with them, and that's exactly what Phil does. So I anticipate Phil to be playing professionally uh, you know, in September, and, and I, that'll be the biggest payback I have is to be able to turn on the TV and watch Phil play. Well, you mentioned the game last week, and uh, actually, I mean, it was still a 1-1 game there, you know, late in the second period. You guys had the lead at 1.2, um, so 
you know, from our standpoint at least, maybe just a few things to fix up before you, you, you guys get ready for the games this weekend. But what was this week like as you, you know, look back on that game, the things that you wanted to try to improve and what would be important for your team tonight? Well, you, you mentioned it. We were up we were up one nothing, and then we've had a hard time. I think a lot of it is because of the inexperience of our players. We got uh, 10 new guys on our team this year. Actually, 14 uh, new guys on our team, just 10 of them are freshmen. And, and for them, it's not just getting the victory. It's not just achieving a victory. It's managing the victory and being able to sustain that over 60 minutes. And, and at the end of a game, you should feel like a survivor. When you play a team like Merrimack, like they're big, they're hard, they're heavy, they're offensive, they're in your face, uh, they work. So I think for us, it's it's seeing that and recognizing that. And for us to give up, you know, we give up three unanswered goals and empty another. I, I get it, um, but that's not something how we want to play. I thought that we just were away from our identity. That we played an almost perfect game against UNH on uh, for the Friday night. Our game was outstanding. Probably the mistake I made was talking about how good we were on Saturday. You know, like that's the way we have to play. That's the way we have to play. And then we come out again on Sunday, and and we were just flat. All right. Well, it should be a good one here tonight. Second of three consecutive meetings between these two teams. It's kind of like a mini playoff series here. So uh, yeah. it's actually how we treated. It. We, we we mentioned that this, yeah. this is like our first playoff experience. Yeah. Well, it should be a lot of fun, as you mentioned. Looking forward to it tonight, and uh, hopefully we get a chance to chat tomorrow night as well. Best of luck tonight, and hopefully we'll see you again tomorrow. Take care, gentlemen. Nice to meet you. All right, Todd Woodcroft, our guest here, the head coach of the University of Vermont. We'll be back with more right after this, and John Lee will have his, his interview with Merrimack head coach Scott Bork right here in the Warrior Hockey pregame show. This is Warrior Hockey.